Trials and tribulations, life can get rough. And through the storm, we'll make it. Just put your trust in Him. No matter what you're going through, I know that I'll never leave you. You feel that you can't take no more. You may think you've seen it all. Once again, it's time for the latest episode of Get Happy with Jay. Today, I have a special guest who is dear to me. We are like old friends. We go way back and we'll talk about that later. But he has a project that he started in 2016. I'm so excited to talk to him about that. Michael Hurt is my guest today. But first, as always, if you need a little extra help in your life, getting it together, getting over grief, addictions, whatever you've got going on in your life, I am encouraging you to do the help to get happy. That is what this podcast actually is all about, getting you to the place where you're happy. And if you need a little extra help in doing it, we have a place for you to go to get help. It's betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay. It is a professional therapy service with licensed counselors who can talk you through and help you work through anything that you've got going on in your life. I am a definite supporter of therapy. I think we all need it at some point in our life. You just need that unbiased voice in your life that's going to not tell you what to do, but help you work through what to do on your own. And that's a great way to do it. And as being a podcast listener here, you're going to get to try the service for a week absolutely free. So log on to betterhelp.com backslash get happy with Jay. That's the link you have to use to get your free week and check it out. Hopefully you will like it. If you come across a therapist that you don't necessarily care for, guess what? You can switch to a different therapist. It's just like a doctor sometimes. Everything does not work for you. Everyone does not gel with you. And that's perfectly normal. So we hope that you try the service and become a monthly subscriber to it. It will definitely bless your life. But on to today's show, Michael Hurt once again is my guest. And Michael, I want to talk all about Indigenous protocol. Well, all right. Uh, the name alone of your urban brand, it, it excites me. Tell me, what is the Indigenous Protocol brand? What does it mean to you? And what do you want us to understand about it? Well, first of all, Jay, I would like to say it is my extreme pleasure to be here. Do listen to your podcast and I am Thank loving you. it. Every episode, every pod, I've loved it. Thank uh, you so much. Indigenous Protocol is a lifestyle brand mm-hmm. that embraces Native homage, cultural birthrights, Mm -hmm. social awareness, and musical evolutions through urban fashion design. And I think that is so needed now because when I think urban design, I think automatically in my mind of the old urban brands back in like the 80s and 90s where we had Carl Kanai, we had FUBU. That was a time (laughs) where I think that was a really woke, as they say, moment with us. That was around the time that the Malcolm X movie came out and everybody was like woke and they were aware socially what was going on and then that kind of went away. And with that, 
awareness going away. A lot of those brands have gone away. It's like, where is FUBU and Carl Kanai? Are they mm-hmm. even doing anything? Fat Farm, Baby Fat, you name it. So I'm excited that you are doing this. I'll talk um, a little bit specifically about the products that you sell right now. Okay. Currently, what I have is, well, I currently have on a t-shirt right now. Uh, and you gave me one. Yes. I will put a picture of myself wearing it on the website. Please do. Please do. <laughs> I, I think it. I think you rock that quite well. Thank I have, you. I have t-shirts. I have in the t-shirt line, I have uh, crew necks. I have v-necks. And then I go from that. I went straight from the t-shirts to the hoodies because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the summer went by so fast and then fall yes. started to kick in and people are like, ooh, it's getting a little chilly and I'd like to have something to wear, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the logo on it. So I have the hoodies out, which are very hot, very hot right now. In fact, mm-hmm. I just got a nice shipment of them in on yesterday. I also have trucker hats. Mm-hmm. I have beanies and I'm I have actually two sets of beanies. I have what's called the no logo beanie. Uh-huh. Uh, for just there's people out there who just don't want to wear they don't want logos on their stuff. Yeah. But they still want to look good. And then I got the uh the, the other beanies as we speak are in production. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that have the logos on them and those are extremely hot if I do say so myself. And you have a website, indigenousprotocol.com. Now can you make purchases through your website as well? Yes, that is actually the preferred method because mm-hmm. it, it notifies me every time someone inquires or mm-hmm. wants to make uh, make a purchase. And so I can get that even on my phone mm-hmm. and uh, get it shipped out to you. Now, where does the name Indigenous Protocol come from? Let's dive a little bit <laughs> deeper into that because it is a deep meaning behind this. Yeah. I mean, you kind of, you went over <laughs> a little bit in the intro. Mm-hmm. And so why Indigenous? And what do you mean by Indigenous? Because a lot of people say, are you talking about Indigenous American culture? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Indigenous African culture? What are we talking about? Awesome. I'm glad you asked. This this whole concept, I'll just start there, goes, in my life goes back to, I think I was probably 10 or 11 years old. And mm-hmm. I was going through some family photos and I was looking at my paternal grandmother's picture. Mm-hmm. And she, I just kept staring at it. And, and my dad, my dad having to walk past and he said, uh, what are you looking at? And I said, well, I'm looking at grandmother's picture. And I said, why, why does grandmother have this huge bun like on her head? Like her hair is wrapped like what looked like 15 times or something. Uh-huh. And he just kind of laughed. He said, well, because her hair was really long. And I said, oh, I see. And then he walked, he was starting to walk away. And then he turned to me and he said something that would actually affect me for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. He said she was part Cherokee. Indian Mm -hmm. is how he put it. And I said, really? He said, yeah. And that was it. My dad was not a big talker, but that's what he said to me. Little did he Mm -hmm. know he would plant a seed. That seed, Mm -hmm. even into my teens and early 20s, I I developed this this growing affinity with with that concept that my grandmother was part Native American. Uh Uh, I didn't even altogether know what that meant, you know, um, know, until I kind of did more research. Yeah, how that came to be, how the the mix of cultures of Native Americans and African Americans. Yes, exactly. So as time went on, um, I kind of got into fashion a little bit. I was starting mm-hmm. to get into it and didn't even realize it. High school and started, you know, I, I, you know, just wear nice things, sweaters, slacks, whatever. You always had swag, <laughs> Michael. I will. Why? Well, thank say you, that. thank you, thank you. But the thing of it is, as and so, so I've got this. Okay, this this affinity thing I'm talking about with with my grandmother being part Cherokee, and then uh, I'm getting into fashion, and I have love for both, and so it it, it just hits me, you know, gradually, not like a ton of bricks, but gradually. Why don't you marry the two? How how can I take 
fashion? How can I take what I know about my own personal history, which is kind of mirrors other people's personal history with, with, mm-hmm. with their background, and put them together? And so that's kind of how this thing started to uh, come to fruition, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me crazy, but I always like the word indigenous. I don't know why. It's not like yeah. I would just go out and say it and stuff, <laughs> but indigenous. What does that mean? So it kind of, uh, I said, oh, you know what? Come up with a brand because I've known mm-hmm. for years I always wanted to do some type of a clothing brand. And I said, I'm going to call it indigenous. But that other me, whoever that guy is, kept saying, Mike, <laughs> Mike, you got to have something else with it. You can't just say yeah. indigenous. You can't just say indigenous. So as time went on, it just hit me. Protocol. That's I said, cool. I said, that's weird. But what but does cool. the word protocol mean to you? Because to me, it sounds like a call to action, a call to awareness. That is exactly what it is. So when I think of indigenous protocol, and I'll do it in two parts, the indigenous side of it, of course, embraces and celebrates the Native Americans uh, that are in North America and South America and, mm-hmm. and nat- natives all over uh, all over the world. But it also gets into, you know, as I've, as I've done my research and I'm still doing that, uh, it gets into musical genres. It gets into cuisines, cross-cultural stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, so you got all of this over here. So, and, and admittedly, I must say, you know, with the climate that we live in right now, there's, I don't feel, I felt that the homage and respect for indigenous things, indigenous people could be a little better. So there needs to be you a protocol. There needs to be, be a protocol. A Here's the protocol. And this is where we start. You got to set the standard. And so that's kind of, that's kind of how it came to be. So do you think it's kind of a marriage and an homage to African-American culture as well? It is. It actually pays homage to African-American culture and not limited to that. Just all the what I like to refer to it as all God-given cultures. Yeah, because all I, I culture is important. It, it is extremely important. And and has made some kind of contribution. Right. It, it is extremely important. So naturally, when I started this brand, I had uh, African-Americans in mind. But I mm-hmm. said, I, I need to make this go global. It wasn't about the money. It was, it's about the concept and mm-hmm. and basically uh, the educational side uh, of the brand. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Talk about starting this brand in the climate that we are now. I mean, you started this in 2016, mm-hmm. so it was probably before the horrific election. <laughs> Good way to put it. Yeah, horrific. <laughs> it's been a nightmare and continues to be so. Yes. Um, but talk about that and starting a business as a man of color, given the climate that we're in right now, socially. Okay. You know, when I actually sat down and, and said, I'm, I'm going to actually do this and actually started to uh, put the formula together uh, and put things in, into the mix that would give rise to this brand. You know, I got so, I was so engrossed in it. I didn't have blinders on, but I just knew I needed to get it to a certain level uh-huh. to where it would, people would, people of color would relate. And people all across the world would would uh, respect it and pay homage to it. Yes. So it, it was weird. It was kind of like uh, when I actually released my first T-shirt. Uh-huh. Somebody, somebody's probably saying, "We're talking T-shirts, man." Yeah, we're talking T-shirts because you got to start somewhere. But yeah, everything first, <laughs> starts somewhere. Somewhere. When I actually released that first T-shirt, and I actually they were actually ready to be sold. I remember thinking, I said, "Hmm." People are going, what are people going to think? People are going to think, are people going to think I'm militant? Or people are going to think that I'm just pro-African-American? Just what are people going to think? So I start to, I guess, shoulder that particular side of Dever. And 
So as a man of color, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, anybody that knows me knows I'm a thinker. I can get up at three o'clock in the morning and thinking about an idea. And it, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with it. Not that I was thinking about not going with it, but I had to come up with a way to get it out there to yeah. where people would actually, you know, of course, yeah, I want you to wear it. I want you to rock it. But I need you to understand the concept behind this. You know, and I know earlier you had mentioned about, uh, like, uh, I remember when the movie X came out. Yes. And uh, my older brother, I remember this. He came over. I was over at my parents' house. He came over to the house. And he had an X t-shirt and an X hat. And he said something that even sticks with me today. He said, I'm wearing this. And I see a lot of black people wearing this. He said, but they need to understand what this is about and what this means. Right. And, and beyond, that just the stuck, beyond the beyond fad. Beyond the fad. Beyond the movie. That's beyond that. the fad that's that magic word fad yep so and he continued you got to know this guy but he goes on to kind of talk a little bit about you know what malcolm x did and, and, and how he, how it came to be just how spike lee you know began to uh, develop this and make it happen but it is it is extremely important for me more important than anything that people understand what's behind this brand and what this brand is about this brand em- embraces all god-given cultures talk about the logo because i think the logo looks so cool Thank how'd you, you come so up much. with the concept of the logo <laughs> oh my god i'm going to give you the abbreviated version um okay so i'm this creative i'm this creative guy who can't really draw yeah uh, just to, to set the backdrop and I knew I wanted it to be kind of earthy but I wanted it to be urban I wanted it to just jump out at you I wanted it to be different Mm -hmm. and so the I, I did work with someone to kind of tell them, hey, well, this is what I want and this is what I want. And, and it was a grueling process. I ain't even going to lie. I mean, I can remember just saying. Yeah, because ah. you see one sample and you're like, no, I want to tweak it in <laughs> this way and Man. send it back and exactly. let me give you my idea. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So so when I finally picked out when I finally picked out which logo I was going to go with, I had to have I was presented with two different styles mm-hmm. and I, I had to have them both. Yeah. And so I remember this person saying. Dude, you know, it, it's a company. You, you need a logo. Get it? A. I said, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I'm going to be different. So I actually have, I said all that to say, I actually have two logos mm-hmm. uh, for my brand. And one is Convex logo and one is the Concave logo. Okay. So, and it's actually worded like that on my, on my website. So, yep. So when you purchase a product, you can choose which logo style that you want. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's pretty dope. We were talking a little bit about uh, before the show about black excellence and the need for people of color to support one another. But also there needs to be an explanation and understanding that you need to provide excellent service with whatever product or service that you're providing. And I think a lot of times, unfortunately, that gets lost in the mix (laughs) somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, And we were also talking about that. And for both of us that I will buy or support maybe even a subpar product or business if you make me feel good walking through the door if the experience is wonderful so talk about that and how you make sure that service and excellent service is a part of your branding okay when it comes to indigenous protocol um, I've said it from the beginning and I continue to say it today. Um, I, of course I want you to wear a product. I want you to buy the hat. I want you to buy the matching t-shirt. I want you to do the whole nine and I want you to rep me. I want you to tell people, you know, where you got this. But the thing of it is, it is, it is important to me what type of experience you had with, 
with your purchase and you know currently and thereafter you purchase the product there are certain people that i have gone to and i know like i said i've got i just absolutely got on their nerves and they're, they're like why are you asking me what i think i bought it right i said because it's important to me yes. to know mm-hmm. what you think you're going to be wearing this you're going to be in walmart you're going to be here you're going to be there and i want to make sure that you're good uh there has been times when someone said hey you know what i thought this was a great fit it's really not and i just say hey say no more uh i will bring you the right size because i want you to be happy i want you to be happy i want you to enjoy wearing this and i want you to partake of this experience so yes Absolutely. And that's something that if you're out there and you're listening to us, if you have a business or if it's something that you're thinking about, you have to put service first. Good customer service has to be number one for whatever product or service (laughs) that you are trying to provide. No one wants to deal with anybody with an attitude that will turn you off. And if Mm -hmm. you're wondering why people aren't coming through your door or they're going to Joe Schmo down the street, Joe Schmo probably has excellent customer service. So Mm -hmm. please remember that Mm -hmm. because as a community of color, we need to support one another, but you cannot expect blind support without providing good service and a good product as well, Mm -hmm. whether it's a restaurant, whether it's clothing such as yourself, whatever. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of uh, piggyback, so to say, on that, whatever, whatever service or product you provide, you know, you, you have to understand, you know, I, I hear people say sometime and, and it is true that the, the city that we live in, um, Black businesses could, uh, they leave a little bit to be desired as it relates to supporting each other. So yes. in addition to that, though, something that I do on a daily basis, sometimes I look in the mirrors. If there's no mirror, I'll just start talking to myself. And I say, Mike, what? OK, so your sales, you would like them to be here, but they're here. What is it that you could do different to make that mm-hmm. happen? You could critique yourself on a daily basis. You need to. And step outside of you. And pretend you're the customer and say, whoa, 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 I actually said that? Ooh, nah, mm-hmm. I, I need to change that. And and don't be afraid. Use, I'm, I'm so big on this, I can't say this enough. Use your resources. Your resources mm-hmm. are Grandma, Uncle Johnny, whoever. <laughs> Pooh and um, them. <laughs> yes, I actually, yeah, little James. You know, I I actually, you know, the company where I work at, I have had people buy my products and I'm, I'm very pleased. I say to, like, I had a lady come up to me. She bought one of my hoodies and she said, Mr. Hurt, you got a second? I said, yeah, what's up? She said, I just wanted you to know I wore your hoodie to Walmart Saturday, you know, and and, and, and I'm feeling her energy. She's excited about it. So I'm, I'm as I'm more excited than she is. And she said, I have people coming up to me saying, you know, what does that mean? And where did you get that at? And and I'm thinking that is hot. But here's yeah. what I asked her. I said, how did that make you feel? She said, I guess it made me feel okay. She said, no, really, it made me feel really good. And I'm happy to support you. And I said, that is, That's to me, is priceless. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't, you know, yeah, you pay for it. I appreciate it. But just that the gift that keeps giving is what I'm saying. I am just glad that you have the tenacity with where we live. And we've talked about how, you know, it can be tough for a person of color to start a business mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. But in the particular city that we live in, which happens to have been named the worst city in the country for right. African-Americans, I think on the on the latest report, we're down from being number one to number two. Mm-hmm. Not much of, a, a, <laughs> of an improvement, if you Not ask much. me. And we don't really know where they're coming at with these numbers as well. Some of that can be suspect. But I think if we're honest, we can look at the conditions that 
the majority of African Americans in this town are living in. And we can say, well, there might be some truth to that. Mm -hmm. So given where we are and the challenges that we do have, the fact that you would go for it anyway Mm -hmm. is pretty amazing. And Mm -hmm. how do you overcome that challenge? Yes. I mean, I'm I'm just sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. And, you know, so... We, we live in, you said, it was labeled the, the worst city in the country. My thing is this. Uh, I'm not going to say that indigenous protocol is uh, the thing to, to change your life or take you to the next level. But what I am going to say, if you will allow yourself to open up your receptors and understand and learn more about who you are, mm-hmm. why you're here, why you talk the way you do, why you walk the way you do, why you are who you are. Mm-hmm. I think that that gives rise to a certain self-esteem, uh, certain excitement. Yeah, and pride that, in yourself. Exactly, and that will give rise possibly to other businesses. Or you may decide, hey, I'm going to go out here and, and, and do my thing too. You know, and like I said, I, I told a guy this uh, a couple days ago. I said, you know, when I, when I talk to you about, because his comments was, he said, every time you talk to me about your business, man, you're eyes light up you just you just excited i said i, I okay i said okay yeah. i appreciate that i said what you're noticing my energy your energy is very important people it people is. i remember when i put my first little t-shirt out you would have i'm laughing at myself even now it's not comical but it's funny you couldn't tell me nothing in in that and what i mean is i was like man this is the baddest t-shirt this is the baddest t-shirt in in the galaxy why aren't you wearing it you know (laughs) and I had to laugh at myself but I was so excited and Uh I just wanted to I wanted to get it out there and I wanted to be able to start talking to people about this concept so absolutely I think and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording I think it's important for everyone but especially people of color to have your own business Mm -hmm. I think we're living in a time where we all know the days of you working at a job until you retire Mm -hmm. are pretty much gone. Unless you're fortunate now and like if you're our age and people that are older and Mm -hmm. they started at companies in their teens or whatever, Mm -hmm. like factories or whatever, (laughs) and have been able to grow in that and retire and live a good, decent life. I mean, that's a blessing. And that is pretty much going by the wayside now. Yes. You cannot uh, go to work for a business and just expect that no matter how hard you work no matter what effort you put in Mm -hmm. this is a job where you can be in for the next 30 40 years and have a retirement so you really have to think outside the box Mm -hmm. think beyond traditional means of income to be able to survive especially in the climate that we're living in now I think that is so important I think what I think all of us naturally have some sort of gift, some sort of talent, something to contribute that if you can learn what that particular thing is and hone in on that and hone in on your craft and, mm-hmm. and perfect it in some way, whatever it is, I think you can be successful. I, I know you can. And, you know, it's kind of like when you let's just say you do tap into that treasure, that God given talent, that God given treasure, that gift. You tap into that and you start a business and things, let's just say things aren't going, moving as swiftly as you want them to move. Mm-hmm. Here, Here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to do. And I tell myself this. Don't be, first of all, you don't give up. But, but no, in don't addition give up. to that, in addition to that, reposition yourself mm-hmm. and if need be, reinvent yourself. You have to be flexible. Yes, you got to be. 
That's the world we. That is the way you as, have of the world. to be able to adapt. It is. It is the way of the world. You know. Um, Even when you look at technology, <laughs> it's changing by the day. It you is. have to be able to go with that and flow with that, or be left behind. It is. It is. And and like I have, I have, I won't say his name, but I I have a friend that he's a slightly older than me, and he he probably just started texting about four years ago. And mm-hmm. I'm not making fun of him, but he he just takes forever to. By the time he starts doing something it's it's almost antiquated it's almost old Mm -hmm. you know and and my and i've told him i said man i'm just telling you man you gotta gotta step your game up you gotta kind of be willing to and i say that because i often refer to myself as a citizen of the world Mm -hmm. that's just how i see myself Mm -hmm. so you know, whether I'm in South America or, or South Africa, I want to be able to adapt, simulate as it relates to the cultures and just and technology. Yeah, technology. It's so important. I have had to learn so much even <laughs> starting this podcast and, and building my website. And I hired someone to help me do that because sometimes you have to realize what your gift and talent is and what yep. it isn't. And you have yep. to be able to give it up and say, you know what, I can't do this. Yep. Please take over and do whatever. But you do. You have to keep up. You really do. And I'm so glad you said that about the website. Your website is banging. That's the only way I can oh, say it. Oh, thank you. It is, it is crispy. It yes. is clean. Yeah. It is It is friendly. That's the most important thing. That's is, what I want it so to friendly. be. I wanted it to be pretty much right now, you Man, know, specifically nice. about the podcast. I want you to be able to go to the site and listen to it easily. You can go to my homepage and you'll be able to see, just scroll down a little bit and you'll be able to see what the latest podcast is. Click play and boom. So yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be as user friendly and, and simple in that way as possible. I wanted the colors to be popping and to be yes. up because then even thinking about my logo design for the podcast. Uh, yes. You know, I did some study I about colors and, and what colors mean and how they make you yep. feel. Yep. And since the podcast is all about being happy and uplifting, that I knew I needed to use colors that um, evoke those exactly. emotions. So that's exactly. why there's yellow. That's why there's orange, because those are like up and popping colors. And then green yep. is a comforting color. So Yes. Yeah. Yes. It it is really nice. And I was like I said, I was I have actually listened to your podcast, but I actually one day sit down and just I just wanted to see the structure of your website. Yes. It is it is absolutely it it is hot. Uh just so professional and friendly and, and inviting. You. Inviting. It's something that I was sitting at my kitchen table and on my tablet, just looking at it. I'm in my home, mm-hmm. you know, just just doing me and so very nice. Excellent on that. Excellent. Thank job. you. Thank you. That took a lot of thought and going. <laughs> back and forth with my yes. web tech to make that happen. Right. So yeah, right. it's good to hear that that it feedback is. to know that what I want people to feel and experience when they go to the site that that's exactly happening. It's so, priceless. That feedback, yeah. That feedback. And so if you're out there listening and you need to uh, sell yourself a product or service, I think a website is a necessity mm-hmm. as part of whatever you're doing. If you have a restaurant, if you're a uh, doing here, your cosmetologist, whatever, I think you need to be able to have your own platform that you own, that you can put your content out there. It's a part of your brand. Mm -hmm. Put your pictures. If you're a cosmetologist, have pictures of your hairstyles that you've done on there, whatever. Promote yourself on your site and drive drive traffic to your site to promote yourself as well. I agree. I agree. So what do you think is happening in the world right now politically, Michael? We have to talk about 
that. I mean, yes. we've touched on it a little bit. <laughs> we've alluded to it. What, yes. do you, what do you see the future as? You know, I, it's a that little is, scary. It is. It is sketchy. It is scary. I tell you what. Um, it's to me what's happening right now is it's it's almost a curse and it's almost a blessing simultaneously at the same time. So explain that what the I blessing mean, part. The blessing part. Let me break it down. Okay. No, I because I actually had to. I had to come to grips with this and, and really think about this. You know, what's happening What's happening in North America today is, you know, there's, 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 we had this election and this, this certain person won. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, took me forever to get over the actual results. But yeah, that, I, well, I had blow. to, right. I had to go beyond that and say, well, why did that happen? And that, yes. and therein is where I found, I don't want to say solace, but it made sense. So the blessing part of it is the fact that people are coming out of the closet and expressing how they really feel. That's true. That is, that is my blessing. And that's because I, I you know, I don't have any other. I'd rather yes, know I'd rather how know. you feel. I'd rather know. Than to have you have a hidden agenda or a hidden thought. That's the blessing side of it. And so what has happened is, you know, and we use the old word bandwagon. So what has happened is there are people who have decided to affiliate themselves with this bandwagon mm-hmm. that is coming through for one reason or the other. But it's so ugly. It is extremely u- ugly, but I think I think it is the extreme truth. I, I really do. So that but didn't you want to think that things were better? I really because did. Because I'll I'll be honest, up until uh Barack Obama won mm-hmm. in two thousand eight, even though he had my support, there was still a big part of me that was like, There's no way this country is going to Except, elect exactly someone of color in That's that position. That's two of us. And um uh, the night that I was watching the election results, I was like laying on my couch and then when it was official mm-hmm. that he was elected. Elected, I literally rolled off my couch mm-hmm. onto the floor mm-hmm. and sobbed. I believe that. Because it was such like, it felt like a healing moment. Like, wow, our country has moved so forward. Yes. This beautiful moment yes. of unity, which was short-lived. Yes. Because the very next day after his election, you had, you know, certain Republicans come on and say, we're going to do everything we can <laughs> to make him a one-term president. Yes, yes And blah, did. blah. So that was kind of like a wake-up call that, yeah. whoa, on the one hand, our country country just in overwhelming numbers did this amazing thing Mm -hmm. and you moved forward and it's like you looked back in time and you're thinking Mm -hmm. wow if Dr. King could see this moment I mean who I didn't think as a person of color that would it would ever happen in my lifetime and so it just felt like such a healing positive moment of moving forward in our country Mm -hmm. and then you fast forward eight years later and it's like it felt like we took a step back 50 years in time Right. With the attitudes and the mentality and the ugliness and the racism blatant, yes. blatant. that has come blatant. out. And I'll tell you something that was very frightening to me. Within days of the 2016 election, I had a couple of things happen to me that I hadn't had happen mm-hmm. in this community since I've lived here. And mm-hmm. I've lived in Peoria full time now for about 28 years or so. I was at two different stores, one in Peoria, one in East Peoria. And a couple of days after the election, someone, some Caucasian male yelled out of a vehicle, you effing inward. Wow. It wasn't at me, it was at someone else. But just to wow. hear someone feel that they had the freedom to say that. 
to say to scream yeah. that in a parking lot and everyone stood around like it's like we all stood still for a second like did this just happen yeah yep. like did, did this really happen some idiot do this mm-hmm. and to have that experience at two different stores days after the election it was like what kind of ugliness has been ushered in you know and i can i can attest to that it wasn't exactly like somebody yelled out of a vehicle or anything like that but i just remember going into a certain store and just the the vibe the energy was different. I'm going, you know, like for example, I'm going down this aisle and I'm I'm facing uh someone that is not a person of color and just just kind of how they look at me, kind of mm-hmm. you can feel the whole well I wonder what he thinks. You can feel the whole is he angry? You could just feel the whole and 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 yeah, I, on, I, both I, on both sides yeah. on both sides. On both sides. And and the, and the other, you know, just the other uh facet of that was just kind of how certain people felt just more bold, felt yeah. like they had a license to even posture themselves in certain ways that they yeah. wouldn't only days before. Yeah, that was that was like disheartening. <laughs> yes. But the good news is that once again there are more wonderful people of all races than there are idiots. Yes. So thank God that the good people call them out. Call them out. Yes. The good people <laughs> outweigh the bad. I have yes. wonderful friends and coworkers of all races and, and that kind of um it tells me that there still is hope, that there is still sanity yes. amongst the insanity of what's going on and it's just that the good people have to speak out against the negative and the crazy because that makes the difference and I think that is what Mm -hmm. is so disheartening to me right now within the Republican Party that they're not speaking truth to power that needs to be spoken and you see a whole lot of almost selling of their souls for an agenda and it's like at what price are you willing to pay for this agenda? And I think one of the biggest things about the GOP, the Grand Ole party that blows my mind and has always blown my mind since I first saw this. They they are actually on front street, as I like to say, just with great boldness and tenacity mm-hmm. trying to suppress the black. That blows yeah. my mind. Like like they're not even ashamed that they're trying to do that. And they're trying to do it literally. They're trying with redistricting that's Redistrict- going on. Uh, well, that IDs. voter suppression yes. in, in lots of different ways. I mean, it's, it's frightening. And, yeah. and when you think about how another foreign power was able to also help influence a selection with mm-hmm. whatever meddling they did online yes. with their propaganda or whatever. First of all, you think how silly or simple minded <laughs> could we possibly mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. to hear this obvious propaganda and not see it for what it is? So that's frightening. Yes, it is. So and just to know it's like it makes you think what's going to happen in the next election? Yes. Like yes. because a certain person is not going to want to lose power so what are they going to do to keep that power exactly and and the thing of it is just in a nutshell when i actually look at you know the the facts of whether or not Russia meddled in our in 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 the United States presidential election, I mean it it is it is for me almost just a no brainer, you know. Yeah, and and it's pretty so, obvious. So you got this guy who just won the the most, you know, what what was often called the, the most powerful position in the world, and then you got this other guy who's basically a puppeteer, you know. So who just kind of now fades off into oblivion, you know? As like, what what I didn't do it have anything to do with that, you know. Yeah. So so that's why I I like this call myself a citizen of the world yeah. that is why yeah you have to educate yourself you got to and that's and and part of that process and and, and i'm so glad you said that word 
because even with this brand, okay, it's my brand, I own it, it's trademarked, whatever. But let me tell you something about it. It's I've learned things just through my little research that I never would have even tapped into. I like mm-hmm. like I wasn't even planning to understand this, but because I was looking for this kind of like I was looking for you know a handkerchief, but I found my socks. You know, so mm-hmm. it's kind of one of those things. And so I have I also wanted to say I have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, Indigenous Protocol Facebook page, and the reason I'm bringing that up is of course I want everybody in the world to like it. But here's the thing: I sit down at least three times a week and make sure I post things to that specifically Mm -hmm. to that page that embraces diversity that educates you for example one of my latest posts um i put a post in there of i can't i I can't even tell you what her name is but is she recently within the last several years became the president of chile which is in south america Mm -hmm. notice i said she a female Mm -hmm. so it it is it is not just about color it's about uh, gender as well Mm -hmm. you know it's really just about educating you might be in your home and have never gone the furthest you've gone is east peoria and i'm not saying i'm the great educator but go to indigenous protocol page on my on facebook you'll see things i've even had people you know send me messages and say wow i didn't know that and i'm like i didn't either so so we, we both know so yeah educate yourself even yes. if you do not have the means to travel which i think travel is so important yes it is. because if you're able to go outside the borders of the u.s you the world becomes smaller right. and you really get that concept as we're all one right. everyone you know at our core we want the same things yeah. we want to be able to prosper uh, we want to be able to provide for our families we want to live in safety the majority of us want to live in peace we all have these things in common so much more in common than what makes us different. And I think when you travel and you experience other cultures and you immerse yourself into those other cultures, it's so important. But even if you're not able to do that now, just to to get online, that is like such an amazing tool. You can learn so much. And mm-hmm. one thing that I wanted to ask you about sure. that we started talking about is um, the melding of the Native American culture with African American mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And as I'm studying and learning history, there's even... Um, a belief that there were Africans here way before America was colonized. They were saying that they came here and that there were dark people that Mm -hmm. obviously looked of African descent that were living with uh, Native Americans. Right. Two things I want to say on that. I'm so glad you brought that up. You are good. Um, One (laughs) thing I want to say is I'm in the process right now as we speak of studying and it's really just for my own self self edification Mm -hmm. about the Moors. And And I think that is kind of I think that's who you're referring to what I've understood and what I've read is that uh, the Moors were black people that were in North America long before Christopher discovered America and and that right there is you know that is just mind-blowing and some people dismiss it you know certain I would say interest groups dismiss that you know so I I think that's very important the other thing I want to say and this still blows my mind Mm -hmm. this blows my mind you may not even think anything of it one of the things I learned in my research is that there were not just a couple but a few Native American tribes that what owned African-American slaves yeah that's true that is extremely true Mm -hmm. google it (laughs) don't don't take my word for it google it that I don't even know how to tell you it it didn't hurt my feelings it it just it just it disoriented me I had to walk away and think about that for a little bit you know I'm Mm -hmm. like so okay that's part of the melting pot that is and then when you go a little bit even 
deeper, mm-hmm. there were some African Americans that owned slaves. Yes, there are. That's that other part that's, of it. That's something that you don't want to talk about. You don't want to talk about that. That's kind of like the underbelly of yes, it. That but is. yeah, there was a little bit of that that yes. happened as well. Yes, there there was a little bit of the, a little bit of that. But I think you know that even understanding that I think I think the 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 big thing with history is understanding that you need to I'm not going to say embrace but you need to be fully aware of what happened. Well, you it, need to learn from yes, it or what exactly. is that saying that you're destined to exactly. repeat it? Exactly. Hold this by a certain pe- person and I read this that in a certain state, I won't say the name, Texas, they are calling people that were slaves, they're referring to them in their history books as indentured servants. And that is not true. That is not true. No. Absolutely not. An indentured servant was someone that got paid even though it was nothing, even, even though, though it was, it was nothing. nothing, maybe if it was just living, <laughs> that is exactly you know, so room is, and board. Right, right. So that is their way. That is their way of not only changing history, but that's their way of trying to level it and say, "See, we weren't, we weren't just, we weren't we that just, We just beat him within an inch of his life, not you know, not a, a half an inch, you know. So yeah, th- that, yeah. There's that's, definitely a move to try to whitewash the ugly parts of our history, yep. but we can't let that happen. And I won't take credit for this, but I heard a man say this years ago. He said, "Black people are the con- the." Con- Conscious of America. And I subscribe to that. Not just black people, but black people built this country. Yes. And it is what it is. Yes. I mean, we're we're part of the backbone of this country. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the Chinese that were brought here to build the railroads. Yes. And there's so many different yes. cultures that you have contributed yes. to make this country the beautiful tapestry. In fact, I mean, everyone has made significant contributions. Yes. Caucasians, Native Americans, Africans. Everyone that comes here makes a beautiful contribution to what this country is. And that's what's supposed to be different and unique and what has made America, America over the years. And to see that there's this move to try to reverse that, it's really sad. But the good news is that there are people that are very much awake of all (laughs) races and all cultures who are not going to let that happen. So once again, before we end the show, tell us how we can get in contact with you how we can learn more about this beautiful product and support what you're doing. Okay. Okay. Again, the name is Indigenous Protocol. I have a Facebook page under that name. So if you just kind of do a search in Facebook, you'll see that. You can like my page. And once you like that page, then we're riding together. The other thing is my, my uh, I have a shop, online shop to buy my products, indigenousprotocol.com. It is actually powered through Shopify. You'll see that. But so those two places, or just send me a text or inbox me. I got you. All right. And do that. We've got to learn to support one another and to uplift any small business. We all start off small. Somewhere. Yeah, you start off somewhere and we need support. And I'm just excited because I'm just a thinker and a forethinker and I can just foresee like even other wonderful products in the future. (laughs) Like this this logo is so hot. Thank you so much. I can see this on like a t-shirt dress for women that you can dress up or dress. I mean, I can just in my mind see this on all kinds of products, jewelry, you name it. So God bless you in your endeavor. It's so important. Once again, if you're under the sound of our voice, hopefully you have been motivated to stop thinking and start doing what it takes to have whatever business or service that you want to have because it's doable. Start from the basic 
whatever and you can grow and you can blossom but we have to support each other to do that so thank you for sharing about indigenous protocol once again visit indigenousprotocol.com and also his facebook page indigenous protocol thank you for sharing time with us for dropping some knowledge and we'll have to have you back on again because i'm excited to see what the future has in store for this brand I look forward to it and thank you so much. This was this was just absolute fun. Yeah. I almost feel guilty. I had <laughs> I've had this much fun before noon. Yes. Yeah, I want people <laughs> to always come on the podcast and have a good time. I want you to be educated. I want you to be encouraged and uplifted, but I want it to also be a fun experience, even when we deal with some heavy subject matter. And today we kind of delved into some heavy subject matter, but I think we kept it light for the most yes, part. Yes, we did. But once again, um, as a reminder, if you're out there listening, if you're encouraged to work on yourself and you need some help, go to betterhelp.com dot com backslash get happy with Jay and you'll get a free week of counseling to work on whatever you need to work on in your life. It's always good to have that additional voice. And no, this does not replace prayer because no, I know, it doesn't. No, I have plenty of people on here that are my faith based listeners. And yes, spirituality is number one. My faith in God, my prayer time has kept me going when nothing else could. And uh, that uplifting encouragement from the Lord, of course, is amazing. But he puts people on earth to help us in specialized ways as well. So Mm -hmm. not ignoring the spiritual, but you have to tackle things in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm too. That's just common sense. But in this next week, do something to make yourself happy because it's not selfish, it's self-care. So in the meantime, have a wonderful and blessed week and we'll talk to you next time. Mm